Previously, I, Christina Jaramillo, president of Personal ABM and host of the ABM Done Right podcast, shared the challenges that GTM teams face, including the fact that most intent data is siloed, making it meaningless. Most of the intent that is shown is not from decision makers and influencers, intent data is not predictive, and teams usually lack an intent strategy, and go-to-market teams are not aligned on what intent data is and how to use it. So what should GTM teams do differently to overcome intent data challenges? It starts with rethinking your thoughts about intent data and ABM. Teams need a mindset to drive new results and drive new revenue growth. The problem is that sales and marketing teams still engage in a spray and pray approach, but now with targeted lists of in-market accounts. We are still too focused on scaling marketing nurturing, and prospecting as we try to reach as many in-market accounts as possible with digital ads, retargeted ads, email campaigns, LinkedIn messages, and phone calls. The intent data in ABM strategy is not a list of activities and cadences based on intent scores and rank of, of the people showing intent. As we scale for reach, we lose the intimacy that's needed to open, engage, and close tier one accounts as the focus is not on the interactions we need to have, and the experiences that we need to deliver to those accounts who are need, in need of our solutions. In previous podcasts and videos, I've talked about the need to go beyond identifying our ICP and segment your accounts for ABM. It's the same thing with intent data. Usually there is no differentiation in how GTM teams approach their tier one, tier two, or tier three in-market accounts. Why would you treat an account that can provide you with the greatest revenue growth the same as an account that would just be nice to have. When you treat all in-market opportunities the same and you create buyer journeys based on what prospects are searching for, you work off general assumptions about a company, about the persona needs and pain points. This is the same information that your co competitors are responding to. So there's no real differentiation from others who are using intent data platforms and your competitors are using these platforms. At least 70% of B2B tech companies are using Bombora, Intensify, and others. So using intent data platforms no longer provide you with a competitive advantage. Your competitive advantage is how you leverage the intent data and how you incorporate and use the intent into your overarching ABM strategy. Once you see what prospects are researching, so you know to use the use cases to focus on, create your account-based strategy to work from, when you move forward with prospecting and nurturing. This strategy should define who should be leading and driving the ABM strategy and the role the go-to-market team should play, as most ABM and intent-driven programs are automatically pushed onto demand gen teams, where it becomes all about campaigns. ABM is a business strategy, a business revenue strategy, where you focus on getting more tier one accounts to revenue and existing accounts to greater revenue growth. It's not about campaigns. It should be defined with accounts who require that one-to-one -one approach, a one-to-few approach and a one-to-many approach, and what those approaches should look like and when you, you, should, you should use it for these in-market accounts. It should define where you're going to, what you're going to do with accounts that are in-market but do not respond to campaigns, what you will do with those accounts that have intent and that have showed initial interest but then stopped engaging for one reason or another, what you will do in the, in, with the in-market accounts that become opportunities but then get stuck in their buying journey and how sales and marketing, sales enablement, and RevOps teams will work together with these tier one in-market accounts to ensure intent-driven leads actually become revenue. 
It should guide your content to support the conversations that sales teams will need to have with these in-market accounts. This includes how you will show your relevance to target accounts, how you will teach for differentiation, how you will show account-specific gaps and impacts to drive an urgency, what content you will need for the middle and the bottom of the buying journey to give buyers the confidence to make a buying decision in your favor. It should define how you're going to integrate digital and social strategies, strategies with your ABM and intent-driven prospecting nurturing. And this goes beyond creating cadences that include inviting prospects to connect and when you should use LinkedIn in-mail. It includes how go-to-market teams will increase their relevance with key accounts so buyers and influencers will want to connect. Those that have seen my videos and heard me on podcasts know that I find about 95% of go-to-market teams are still irrelevant on social. Besides a stronger ABM and intent data strategy that goes beyond cadences activities, teams need to go beyond personalization and get personal with key tier one accounts. In a recent LinkedIn post, Nick Bennett, who's director of account-based and field marketing at Alice, mentioned that personalized marketing is focused on tailoring an experience to the pains and needs of the business and buying personas. You should cater to the person or the human being behind the title foster a relationship that extends beyond a contract and is rooted in trust. The focus should now be on moments versus touches. As Matthew Dixon and Brent Adamson mentioned in their book, The Challenger Sale, in most cases, buyer's unresponsiveness is not because you failed to make a logical argument, it's because you failed to make an emotional connection. It's not that buyers didn't believe your story, it's because they didn't see it as their story. This identifies a clear need for B2B marketers and sellers to speak with their tier one accounts and individual buyers versus speaking at accounts. We need to use intent data and intent-driven solutions as a springboard, not as a final destination. When sales and marketing teams simply respond to intent data and pain points, they're automatically putting themselves in the nice to have category, which the prospect may get to once they take care of their list of priorities. The most successful go-to market teams using intent data as a springboard versus responding or just responding to it. They're uncovering a few things. They're uncovering why there is intent in the first place so they can show the role they're playing or they play in achieving the business vision. They're uncovering what the prospect's million-dollar headache is on both an account and personal level. They're uncovering what's going on within that organization and the different divisions that can impact, operational excellence, customers, and the PL. They're also uncovering where the account-specific or competitor gaps exist that are not being considered and the personal impacts which may, may be underestimated and usually are. They are aligning with business, the business vision and showing their relevance. They're going beyond campaigns and focusing on the one-to-one -one interactions where GTM teams can get a per, get, create a personal relevance. The most successful teams truly understand the account they're targeting, including how the buyers think, the reframes that need to happen before a deal can be closed, and the specific use cases. Aligning with the prospect's business vision is especially important if you want to create a buying consensus within market leads. This is the key challenge for many teams as intensify studies show that the managers and directors within larger firms are the ones that are showing intent, not the budget holders who are typically the VPs and C-suite. We need content and messages that will influence the conversations that sales teams are not invited to. And the only way we can do that is with content that is meant to shift the whole team's thinking. The content and messaging needs to speak to account-specific gaps, 
personal impacts across the organization and how these gaps will impact the buying vision. At Personal ABM, we find that organizations get stuck or they leave the funnel because their value proposition didn't identify with the specific needs of their prospects, or there was a lack of competitive differentiation in how it was presented. This identifies a clear need for B2B GTM teams to speak to and with accounts and individual buyers versus simply speaking at the accounts. With those accounts that do not inactively engage with your sales and marketing campaigns, using intent data combined with personal outreach can foster an authentic connection. And this can be achieved by several things. It can be achieved by going beyond general pain points and speaking to unconsidered gaps that lead to personal impact. They can achieve, be achieved by challenging your prospects' specific assumptions and speaking to their, to their domain in ways they haven't thought of or yet appreciated. This can be achieved by understanding their specific use cases and suggesting new ways they can solve their problems. This can be achieved by delivering demand insight that can help delivering demand insight that can help improve competitive advantage and help them reframe how they think about their business and how they operate. Unifying the potential of your sales and marketing tactics by taking a personal approach in content marketing and sales outreach throughout the buying process. This can also be achieved by going beyond intent data and making the personal connection. So how do you improve from personalized experiences to more personal interactions? You need to dig beyond that intent data. You need to uncover what's behind the prospect's intent and specifically for their million-dollar headache on both the account and the personal level. Both are important. You need to uncover what's going on within that organization and the different divisions that can impact operational excellence, customers, and the P&L. You need to uncover what are those account-specific or competitor-specific gaps that are not being considered and the personal impacts which may be underestimated. You also need to uncover how you are going to utilize intent data as a starting point to qualify real interest. You can now implement a more custom approach for priority accounts, engaging with prospects through a personal tone of connection versus speaking at them. And this particular rant reminds me of a, a recent episode that I saw on Only Murders in the Building. It's a Hulu series that I've gotten into with my um, spouse. And it's basically about these podcasters that are uncovering murders that are continually happening in their New York, New York City building. And as they investigate to find out who's committing the crimes, when they went to uh, work with a police detective, she mentioned that I don't care about the what, I care about the why and the why now. The same thing happens when it comes to sales and marketing. The why is more important than the what the intent was on. No tool alone, including intent data, will not provide, will provide go-to-market teams with mass, maximum revenue growth potential. If we want greater returns for our ABM and intent-driven and prospecting efforts, then we need to focus on engagement and target accounts. We need to focus on our go-to-market strategy and ways to win tier one accounts and tier one deals as a team. It's not enough to identify the three to 10% of the market that's looking or open to buying. You need to have the right ABM strategy, the right account plan, and the right interactions across all touch points. One communication misfire and one wrong interaction will result in unresponsiveness and inaction. You would lose the advantage of knowing who's in market. 
I'm Christina Jaramillo, president of Personal ABM and host of the ABM Done Right podcast. If you want to learn how to use intent data and ABM more effectively, book a free ABM strategy session at personalabm.com. Just click on the book an ABM strategy session. From there, you'll be taken to a page for your free call. Plus, you'll see a video of the impact of ABM, our ABM and intent data platform programs had on companies like supply chain tech companies, Aptricity, and a sales and marketing tech company like Winnow.